Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and I'm very excited about the guest I have here today with me, Miss Carrie Murphy. Carrie is the CEO and founder of Inspired Living. She's committed to empowering people all over the world to dream it, live it, be it. This international speaker, she's a video marketing expert and business mentor, and she's honed her expertise in the entrepreneurial field for more than 22 years and on camera for over three decades. Her company specializes in teaching entrepreneurs how to stand out online, authentically show up on camera, it's an important word in there, authentically, mm-hmm. and become an industry leader in their space. Carrie, I'm so happy you're here. Welcome Thank to you. the show. Thanks, Nicole. Super happy to be here. Tell everybody a little bit about you. Tell them what I missed. Uh, give them a little taste of your story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's just a few things. So I would consider <laughs> myself a bit of a serial entrepreneur. I started my first business at 23. Um, it was interior design. And I love creating beautiful things. But what I love even more is cultivating and de- developing talent within people. And that brings me to the talent agency that I owned um, from 27 to 33. It was actually an agency that I bought um, that I went through as a little girl. As you said in my bio, every time I hear three decades, I cringe a little bit because I'm like, oh my God, I'm old. Um, But I did start when I was about 11 on camera. And, um, you know, Nicole, as I started my businesses, I always used video. I was the local expert on our morning show. I was doing commercial work. I was always leveraging video. I just... I wasn't conscious of it. It was just something that I did naturally. And then when I lost the talent agency in 2008, when that wonderful recession hit, I really had to kind of take stock and figure out who did I want to be when I grew up and was kind of stripped away of everything I thought I was. And for a year, I had this really bizarre but amazing opportunity to become an NLP trainer. And I traveled the world for a year, Hong Kong, New Zealand, Australia, and I was teaching neurolinguistics, things I wouldn't have me teach you now. But it was such a great foundation for what I do teach now because video, building business, I think 90% is mindset. And I was teaching this really amazing training in Hong Kong called Platform and Presentation Skills. And it was a seven-day training where we started with nonverbal communication, and then we did anchoring, and then we did language. And I learned this thing called the format, which completely revolutionized how I showed up on camera. I'm a quick start. I don't write scripts. I never have. But it really gave me a framework that we now teach through Inspired Living. And Inspired Living to me, it's like doing what you love, making a great impact and income doing it, and bring it back into the world, like reciprocity, giving it back to causes, community, all the things that matter to you. And so it's just been, it's been a crazy long journey. I mean, that's a very like long and short of it, but video is something I've always done. I've always taught people how to be on camera, but now I get to do it with soulful, amazing entrepreneurs who really feel passionate about making a bigger difference in the world and help them really build and scale their business with it. I, I love all of that. And I love, I mean, the entrepreneurial space, I think what, what's so incredible is you just get people who are really looking at life with such possibility and yeah. to be able to be part of helping them realize that, that we we all need some help and everybody needs different <laughs> kinds of help on this journey. But 
And what you do with incorporating video is so important because it is about being, it's literally about being seen. Yes. But, but it's not just about being seen physically. It's about being seen and being vulnerable, not phone faux vulnerable, but yeah. actually vulnerable and not, that's not tears. That's just being real. Mm-hmm. It can authentic. be authentic if that's can, vulnerable, it, if that's abs- right for you. Yeah, absolutely. But tears does not equal vulnerability necessarily if they're not authentic. It all Correct. has to, it yes. all comes down to just, to just, and, and you could be very still, but, but people can feel it. And, and people know who you are. And one of the episodes I did was it's not about no like, and trust. We focus too much on the like, but it's really about being known. Yeah. And that's normally what people are so afraid of. So there's a lot of things I want to talk to you about, but I want to talk about the, the changes in video that we've seen. Video has been the biggest thing in marketing yourself and getting yourself out there for a long time. But what are you seeing right now? What is somebody who's listening to this right now? How do they use video? But beyond that, what is it that they really should be focusing on when it comes to video? That's such an amazing question. I think that, you know, I've been teaching this for 10 years and I have seen a lot of changes with the space. I will say video is only more popular. It's not going away. Um, Nine out of 10 views online are video. But what is so interesting with how everyone has really migrated to using video without the foundation of the how to use video, um, we're just, we're in content confusion. So what I'm seeing now is more unpolished. Like people don't want the perfect curated videos, something that I've done for so long. You know, I'm now not doing as glossy of production days. I'm shooting more with my phone. Um, Time span. It's always three to eight seconds, but we're really seeing that if you do not, what I want to say, like hook or engage in the why right off the bat, the attention span of people is shorter than ever. And people have always wanted to be entertained. I call it infotainment if you're an entrepreneur, but that's why we have reels. We have TikTok. People want to be entertained. They don't just want to be educated. They don't just want to know about your business. So if you're someone who's been using video as like purely content-based or purely sales-based, like it's really about personality. We want to see personality. And with that comes authenticity and transparency. So I want to say videos are a little bit more unpolished. They're more fun. They're shorter. Like just get to it um, because time frame. like I, I always say we're all ADD D D D D D. Like we're just <laughs> we're so stretched, and our attention span is so thin. Um, so those are the things I really see. I think you really have to understand how to infuse your personality into your brand because we have so many options. It's, it definitely feels that way, and I think that it can be intimidating for people. I think a lot of people are intimidated by video naturally, sure. mm-hmm. and then there's that feeling of, and now I have to do it faster, and now I have to do it shorter, yeah. and now. It really is about them liking me. And what if they don't? What if I'm not funny? What if I can't dance? What do you say to somebody who's feeling those things, those those, those feelings, those very real feelings? They are so real, Nicole. And you know what? I don't dance. I do love to dance, <laughs> yeah. but I don't dance. You know, I'm not on TikTok yet. I know the video gal is not on TikTok. It's coming. But you know, I think here's the thing. You, you have to find your own beat. 
you know, mm-hmm. and it's so easy to look at what everyone else is doing. And quite frankly, it's why I really don't. I mean, I just, one of my good friends, Ricky Hughes, she's an amazing producer. And she said something that stuck to me. She's like, just row your own canoe. Like, stop looking at where everyone else is going and just go where you want to go. And your videos, that's why I say dream it, live it, be it. And you're right. It is about being seen. It's about being known. It's about being paid for your unique brilliance. And I think when you have to really look at, who am I? Like, why am I doing videos? What's the point? Who am I trying to reach? What do I want them to do? You know, and how do I know what, what tools am I using to make sure that those videos are effective? You know, we have such amazing technology at our fingertips. You know, I always chuckle that I had to audition to be on camera pretty much my whole life, you know, and now we have this just amazing access at our fingertips. But with that, there's no barrier to entry. None. So, you know, to rise to the top, I think you have to be emotionally connected. I think you have to be consistent. And you know what? In a world full of likes, I think what's more important is conversion, like what's happening with those videos. And so I always tell my people, like, speak to one person, stop trying to speak to everyone, don't say hello, everyone. I think people really are looking for. I don't want to go back to authenticity, but they're looking for someone who, who they can relate to. Mm -hmm. And the more you can show that in your videos and pull back the curtain on things in your life that you feel your right feel your right fit client would resonate with. I think that's where brands grow. That's where connection goes. Um, So that would be my advice on that. Yeah. And I'm glad that you brought that up. And I, I wanted to ask you, so because, well, first of all, what you said about, about people knowing you and making and being relatable, and it's not about being relatable. It's about relating to a person and being open enough. I think that someone feels that they can relate to you, not you trying to cram yourself into an idea that you think somebody would like about you. And, and so that's really what is important about knowing your niche and why a niche is important is understanding the parts of yourself that you want to accentuate, highlight, and and put out in the world honestly and allow them to, you don't have to please everybody. You're out there and you're shining the right light and they will, and you trust that they will see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that it takes time that with video, we have these great assumptions that I'm going to put out a few videos and all of a sudden everyone's going to find me and everyone's going to come. And, you know, just like any business fundamentals, you have to, you know, test the process and keep showing up even when you don't feel like it. And you know what, Nicole, you said something that I want to go back to as well. I will never forget when I was pregnant with my daughter, Lauren, I was 40, I was single, and I was building inspired living here out in California by myself, no family or friends. And I'm five months pregnant. And I'm like, crap, like I I have to tell people because you can see it, right? And there was so much fear with that. What are people going to think about me? Um, I'm a single mom, you know, not uh, not part of the plan. And I remember posting about it and sharing my fear about it. And I will never forget because I was like literally bawling with the tears, with the comments and the love. And I will say my business grew so much more after that because I think people always saw me as just like this host, like this talking head. And I became more relatable. 
I was sharing my experience. My videos became my walk and talks with my baseball hat and my daughter and her stroller. And during those three years, while I was a single mom, kind of sharing that journey with people, it opened up a whole new conversation and relatability factor with my audience. You know, even my clients who like would said, Carrie, we always you know, admired you and trusted you as a mentor. But since you weren't a mom, like we never really felt you got us, Mm. you know? And then when I became a mom, I all of a sudden, you know, definitely understood their journey so much more. So that's just part of like, what is, what is the part of you that you're scared to show, but most people will, will just embrace it because they have gone through the same things. So that was just one of those big ahas for me that just changed everything. Yeah. And, it, and it's usually, it, it's something that you deep down, you want to share it, but for some reason you feel afraid, you feel intimidated yeah. by it. What are people going to think about me? Judgment. Judgment mm-hmm. keeps most people from showing up, Nicole. And what I will say is Dr. Seuss, right? It's none <laughs> of your business what other people think about you. And when you are talking to the right person, when you would literally can see in your mind's eye who you're talking to on the other side of the lens, then you will reach the right people. And if you have haters, I just did a whole ILTV episode on that. Like, bye-bye. Like, they're not your people. And why do we focus on that, especially as women? Like, we'll focus on one one maybe negative comment instead of the hundred amazing comments. And that's where, you know, social media and video just becomes like this vanity metric thing that we're we're looking at all the time. And I'm like, well, let's look at sanity metrics. Like, what, mm-hmm. you know... The difference between those. And when you're reaching the right audience, you'll know it, you'll feel it. And you won't worry so much about the haters or the judgment because you're so connected to what you're doing and the right people are connecting with you. Well, and all those questions about what am I going to post? What am I going to say? What all, all of that just stops when you're when you're speaking to the right person, when you're yes. connecting and you've allowed yourself to fully be seen in these ways, that the, you'll notice that all of that tightness just disappears. It loosens up. And then you have all of that. You've tapped a new level of creativity for yourself. Yes. So there's so many benefits to all of this. And I, and I love that you brought all that up, but I want to go back to something else you brought up conversions. Because that is really what it's about. We are in business. We do want to sell things. And when we talk about, so, so this is, this is one of the things that I think I could get in my head about this too. And I know other people can as well, which is, okay, I, they don't want me to educate all the time. They don't want me talking about my business all the time. So that means I'm doing like lip dubs on reels and, you know, just doing things that don't necessarily feel very tied to my business. How do I entertain and still be driving conversions and still be talking to the right people? And like, is, is there is there a way that you look at that? Uh, yes and no. I don't think about it too much when it comes to, oh my God, am I entertaining enough? I think that, again, it comes down to being you and doing what you feel is a right fit for your brand. Like really what's on brand for you? What is your core value? Is lip syncing to reels like part of like you? And is it something you enjoy? Is it fun? Like Shalene Johnson, she's like, people hate it when I sing or I lip sync. She's like, but I love it and it brings me joy. So I don't care, you know? (laughs) And I think you kind of have to just shake it off and realize like what what and who do you want to be in this space? I think 
niching down, moving from generalist to specialist is one of the most important things in the space right now because there's just too much online. So get known for one thing. And then to go back to conversions, I know we talked about the no like trust and it's not really about that, but it is about trust. It's about building relationships. And the more relationships you build, I talk about these four C's, right? Connection, um, consistency, uh, credibility to conversion, right? So when you have this flow, when you're showing up emotionally connected, you're showing up consistently, you're showing up with credibility, and then you ask people, hey, do you want to know more about this? This is the way to do that. I mean, I would say 90% of our clients come from social, and that was not the case in 2019, you know, and it really comes down to having a strategy. I think a lot of people throw video spaghetti on the wall. They have no idea why they're using it. They don't have a conversion strategy nor metrics to measure that conversion. And they do something once and then they abandon ship. So there's all these things when we work with our clients that are like, okay, what's the bigger picture? What is your why? Who's your right fit client? Where do they hang out? What matters to them? Post what matters to you because if it matters to you, it'll hopefully matter to them. And then what is that conversion strategy? What works for you? And there's so many ways that you can use video to build relationship that leads to conversion. Cause you're right. I mean, we're not just showing up just because we want to put ourselves on camera every day. At least not most of us, right? We're showing up for a greater reason. And as business owners, it is our job to bring in clients. It is our job to sell, but it's in the how. How do you do it? How do you show up? And we really talk about heart-centered sales. But I will tell you one other quick thing, Nicole. Like I cannot tell you how many of my clients used used video, built communities, but never asked for the sale. And once we taught them to do that, it was like, oh my God, I'm having 30,000 30, months. So it comes down to strategy. And when you're thinking through a video strategy, so, and this kind of goes back to what, what I, what we're talking about in the episode of changes to video and what's happening now with video. Cause there is so much. Yeah. Do we have to be everywhere? I mean, there was a time where it was like, go live every day on your Facebook page and you're going to be rich. And then it was <laughs> go live in your group every week and then do launches that are live. And then now YouTube, and there's right. all these different places and there's some in reels, of course, and TikTok. What, how does someone start coming up with a strategy? Like what are the, what are the components that they should be thinking through? Because obviously there's different pr- platforms that are right for different people. Mm-hmm. So there's not one hard and fast rule where it's like Instagram reels. Like that's right. unless do you believe that, that there is one place that everybody should be. I should ask you that first. I don't think so. I think you have to go back to who's my right fit client and where are they hanging out? Exactly. You know, are they on Instagram? Are they on Facebook? And the amazing thing is, is you can actually test it. That's what's so amazing with these Mm -hmm. platforms is you can put content out. We have polls, we have stickers, we have questions. And you know what, Nicole, I don't think there is just one strategy. I think you have to figure out what works best for you. You know, the, the old webinar strategy is still strong today. You know, the summits, the challenges, um, just providing great video content and asking people for consults. Like there's so many ways, YouTube, of course, huge opportunity there as well. So asking yourself, where are my people? What's the pain that they're looking to remedy? What's possible for them once they get my prescription, right? Once they get the solution, speak into that and figure out what do they want and where are they? So for us, 
In 2020, we really hunkered down kind of what you were talking about of doing a challenge in our Facebook group. And I will tell you, Nicole, I, you know, again, I've been an entrepreneur now for over 22 years. And the strategy of just being consistent, whatever you choose, like stick with it for long enough to actually measure and see results has been our lifesaver. Like we are a multiple seven figure business now, not because I've changed my message or I brought on, you know, new talent, even though my team is amazing. It's because we figured out where our clients are, what they needed, and we showed up with a solution on a regular basis. And for us, that was just such an amazing conversion strategy because it's like every eight weeks, we're going to train, we're going to teach, we're going to invite, and then we're going to move on. So I think you just have to figure out what works best for you. There's a lot of different strategies, but I do think all of them require you to be comfortable on camera. It it is a necessary skill at this point. You You can't omit video completely. You might not have to be on video every single day. And I just want to say, whoever said you have to go live every day, it's just, it's bananas. No, you don't. You don't have to go live every day, but you do have to be consistent because it take because there's so much content, Nicole, it takes longer for people to make a buying decision. It takes longer for people to give you their email. It takes, it just takes longer. So you have to look at if it takes 25 touch points for someone to buy from you, how often are you showing up? If you show up once a month, 25 touch points is a long time, mm. you know? And I love that you brought that up and brought that up in that way, because I think people think about consistency, that it's got to be every day, that I have to be, I have to be posting every day. And then that leads to burnout. That leads to like mentally exhausting yourself, even thinking about it. Yeah. And that's just not the truth. But, you know, and the fact that you brought it up, that it takes people longer to make a buying decision that they're, that there's so much content out there. It's not that the market is saturated and they won't buy. It's that they're they're They have a lot of choices and they're, they're making their decisions. Right. But video will speed that up. Video will help them understand you better. And it builds that trust factor because it's the like part that I don't particular that I take kind of umbrage with only because I think women in particular emphasize it too much. We we say no like and trust and they hear like and they right. feel like. And then when it doesn't do well, they don't feel liked, they don't feel loved. And that's the part that we've got to let go of. Yeah. Because and just and be be okay being known. And when people know you and they really know your heart, the right people will trust you. I mean, you look at someone like Gary Vee, and that's such a great example to me. Like, he really doesn't care if you like him or not. You know, no. he is who he is, take him or leave him, you know, and he has built a massive audience because of that. And I wish more women kind of had the Gary Vee attitude like, look, this is who I am. Love me, hate me. I really don't care. I'm going to be me, and the right people are going to, you know, be a part of my tribe. And if you don't, it's okay. And I will say growing up in entertainment, getting told no a million times over, like, that doesn't bother me. And I think that I, I'm grateful for that because I developed a pretty thick skin before I even launched this company. But I, it goes back to also knowing why you're showing up in the first place, right? Is it just to get likes or is it because you really want to make a difference in someone else's life? Do you know who you're talking to or is it just, hey, everyone, welcome to Instagram. I'm so glad you're here today. No one cares, <laughs> you know? So, you know, I think... It is important to build that no like trust, but to get over the need to be liked. I think that's a different yes. thing. And so it's a really great conversation to have. 
it, yeah. it's, it's something that I think, you know, and I think we're getting there. I think women are, are stepping closer and closer yeah. to the unapologetic space yes. and, and getting more comfortable there and seeing other women, you know, like yourself and like, and like so many others that are stepping up and saying, this is who I am. Take me or leave me, love me or leave me. This is this, I'm not changing for anybody and the right people will see me and respect me. Yeah. for just being me. They might not like everything that I do or that I but say. But I love that you said that respect, right? They respect mm-hmm. me. Yep. And because of that, they will still make a decision, right? To follow you or to buy from you. So it's not always about being light. I love that. It's about being respected. And I also think it's important when you're looking at your videos and your strategy, it is that positioning piece. You know, I think so much of of business is understanding you are the brand and how do you represent your brand? And that also goes into what feels right to share and what does not feel right to share. You know, do you need to share that you're going through a horrible divorce? Like, no, you don't have to. Do you want to? You know, I think it's, we hear so much that the the mess is in the message or the message is in the mess. Mm -hmm. But I will say, I think it's also important, kind of a random note that you have to have a perspective to share or else it just becomes a rant. Yeah. You know, and, and again, how does this help my audience when I'm just in the middle of it? Intention. intention. What's the intention? A thousand percent. Yes. What's the intention with it? Where is yeah. this coming from? What do I want someone to do, think, or feel when this is over? Because if you don't have that, that's when you're really leaving it up to everybody else to put the intention on it. And, yeah. you know, you have nothing to stand firm in. And so let me just ask you, you brought up metrics earlier that there are metrics that you want to be following. There's, there's, there, you want to be checking to, to measure your success. Obviously we're measuring conversions, but I think we get wrapped up in how many views we got mm-hmm. and like, what's, is there a balance between, you know, being analytical about it and saying what content is, is getting a good reaction or people are reacting to, or, or are, I maybe should be creating more of and being, too swayed by how many views, how many likes, and and letting I'll tell that, you what, like you post a picture of a baby or a puppy, okay. or you know, I'm like those metrics go out the roof every time I post my my kids. Right, it's such a different response to anything I post in business. You know, Do you want to test it? whether nobody's watching. Yeah, post exactly. a picture of your kid, exactly. and you're like, oh, there everybody is. Exactly, where were they? Yeah. Um, So I'm not obsessed with metrics, but I do like to know, especially when we're running campaigns, you know, how long a video are people watching? What types of videos are people watching? You know, I love seeing, you know, what, what sticks and what doesn't stick. What's the demographic, even though what's more important in video is psychographic. We still love to know, are we reaching men, women, what age group, where, where in the world are they coming from? So no, I'm not someone who looks at my Instagram every day and it's like, oh my God, this one didn't get enough likes or this one got so much more, but it is critical data when you're looking Hmm. at what does my audience enjoy seeing? You know, should I do more reels? Well, how are they performing? What content is doing better? What time of day should you post? Look at your analytics, post at different times and see when do most people see it? So I think that there's this fine line of like looking at it from the business perspective and then just not getting obsessed about it. Yeah. And and I, I agree with that. It's, it's, you know, taking a step back, not taking it personally and not allowing your emotion behind them, right. you know, to layer onto the numbers. They hate me. I only have <laughs> 40 likes. 
whatever. I have to do something different because that one got more likes than this one. Um, I'm curious if you, when, you know, when we talk about strategy and we talk about numbers, are you using and just, or are you advising your clients? I'd love to know what you're, what you're thinking behind, you know, we brought up reels a few times. Like if we're talking about Instagram specifically, or we're talking about Instagram is where the reels are really happening. They rolled them out to Facebook at this point, but sort of, sort of, not quite the same approach. Yeah. Very bizarre kind of way that they've sort of crammed them in there. But, (laughs) but the, the, is there a strategy that you use or you, you found to be, and just to give people an idea of what they could be doing about using all the different ways video is being used. I mean, there's obviously stories, there's reels, there's the video slash IGTV. There's a lot of different ways. I think once you decide on your platform, so let's say just for fun, you're like, I'm going to use Instagram. My people are on Instagram. You know, they just announced a few months ago that it is no longer a photo sharing platform. It is a video sharing platform. Everything is moving to video. So thank you for having me on your show because this is so important that really people get it and they they start doing, doing the video, feeling the video. So anyway, if you use a platform like Instagram, the more you use the tools that they provide, the more they're going to send you some algorithm love, right? So, and by the way, everything's hot when it first rolls out. If you remember IGTV, when it first came out, everyone needs to do IGTV, super hot. The the more you did it, the more you had followers and views and all of those things. And that's where we are with Reels right now. It's just a new tool they they rolled out. And the more you use the tools they provide, the more love you're going to get on that platform. Same thing with YouTube, same thing with LinkedIn, same thing with Facebook. The more you use groups in Facebook, the more you go live in Facebook, the more you use the features the tool has put together for you, the better response you're going to get. So I would say, figure out what platform and then look at how you can integrate the tools. For example, if you're posting stories, but not using the music, the stickers, the polls, the questions, it's not going to do as well. Instagram wants you to use the tools that they provide. So get to know the, the platform and they're all amazing. And also do what feels good to you. If you're like, oh my God. And believe me, when reels came out, I still don't post that many. My team, thank the Lord, they helped me. Like my eyes roll back. Like, are you kidding me? Another thing that I have mm-hmm. to learn and do. So I think that you just have to like take a big swig of wine, whatever you need to do, take a big breath and be like, what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. But whatever platform you're using, use the tools that the platform has put together for you. Yeah. And, and the, the having fun part is really having fun is important. People, people discount it, but I have gone through, I go through spurts with reels where sometimes I I'll do them and I'll do them for a while and I have great success with them. And then other times I'm just like, I'm just, I can't um, do another reel. I, I can't do it right now. Yeah. And, or I'll do cheating reels. I'll do ones that I'm not really in that involve like text and graphics and things. Right. <laughs> I, I do, do, do halfway reels. But the, <laughs> I like it. The cheating reels. You yeah. don't have to show up. Yes. That's right. That's right. Um, there's no such thing as halfway reels like that. that, that is, <laughs> but, but the, the, when I'm having fun, they fly by the, I, the ideas come like I had yes. a couple of characters that I've played and cause I have an acting background. So that's something that I get to, to play in. Although it doesn't feel at all like acting when I'm doing that stuff, but, <laughs> but I the, love it. Yeah. But setting up the characters, doing things that are fun, talking about the things that I care about and thinking out of the box 
but also allowing myself that if I just want to make one, that it doesn't have to be a big deal. Right. It could be a simple one where I'm just saying the thing that I want to say and shifting up the camera angles a little bit and cutting them up to make it feel a little bit more visually interesting Mm -hmm. without without it having to feel like a huge I have production. costume changes right. and a script <laughs> and I've got all this stuff. And but I something- think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing the more people are having fun, the mm-hmm. more kind of spontaneous, the less curated, the better these videos are doing everything from ads to reels, you know, and, but it is fun to see the characters and it is fun when people go all out, but you, again, kind of going back to the theme of this conversation, do you, do you yes. and don't get intimidated because oh my god look how Nicole does characters and wow that's so amazing. If that's not your jam, then we don't need another Nicole. She's amazing and she's doing her. Like do what feels best for you. I just want to keep going back to that because I don't think that this comparison analysis, this need to be perfect, is going to disappear anytime soon. And I also want to reiterate that the more perfect you try to be, the less personable you become. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like. Trying to be perfect in any sense of the word is literally like drinking poison for your business because no one relates to it. And when you are reciting copy that you've memorized or you're showing up in a way that is inauthentic, we see that. We feel that. Like you're not, you're not tricking anybody, you know? So be, be the most imperfect version of yourself. And I love that you said, like, have fun, have fun. Yeah. I, my old acting coach used to say, if you're having fun, they're having fun. Yes. And I try to remind myself of that all the time because, and I was definitely someone who got in my head and that was sort of his pep talk to me. Remember if you're having fun, they're having having fun. fun. Yes. So when in doubt, just have fun. Right. (laughs) And, and it's, it's, you know, it it can be overly simplified. That can be tougher to do than it's, than it sounds like, but, but let that be your mantra. If you're making it feel like too much work, just, have some fun, have some fun, allow it to be fun. I really love that, Nicole. And just to remember too, that just like anything else, video is a skill. It's a skill. The more you do it, the easier it gets, the more connected you are to the person on the other side of the screen, the, the more fun you have, the less fear you'll feel. And you said that earlier, I'm like, Oh, she must've taken one of my trainings, but no, she's a trained, trained talent. She knows. (laughs) Like, you know, when you know who you're talking to, the need to be perfect, the need to, oh my gosh, say it right, it really dissipates, it goes away. So I think, you know, if anything else that you leave today, have fun, realize it's just, it's a muscle, you got to build it. And to know who you're talking to on the other side of the lens. Remember, it's a dialogue, not a monologue. You're not talking at someone, you're talking to someone. And that's a very different experience. It's a dialogue, not a monologue. I want everybody to to write that down, put it someplace you can remember it wherever you're doing your video, because that's an important and beautifully said, um, succinct way to remind you that it's a conversation. Yes. I love it. I love this conversation. And video is a skill. And this is a skill you teach. And this conversation I know has been so beneficial for everybody listening. I, I have no doubt. And they're going to want to stay in touch with you and find out how they can learn this skill from you. So where can they stay in touch with you and learn more about what you do? Well, first of all, there is an amazing B-Studio Ready Guide that we've put together because one of the number one questions I get asked is, Carrie, like, what equipment do I need? How do I set up my home studio, lighting, all the things? So I answered this 
dilemma for you in a beautiful PDF that you can go get right now. It's absolutely free on the website, inspiredliving.tv. And then I will just be honest, I hang the most on Instagram. If you DM me, I will personally DM you back. I'd love to hear your insights from this amazing interview. If you need help with video, we'd love to chat with you about it. And I just want want this, want this you to remember that you have such a divine purpose on this planet. And video is just a conduit. It's just a way to reach more people. And when we get out of the fear of it, and we get into the fun of it, and we just stay consistent with it, you will see your tribe grow, your business grow, and your income grow. Beautiful things. I love it. And this is just an expansive thought that came to me as you were saying that, like, I love the what ifs and I love playing in what ifs, like, because a lot of people are just like, oh my God, more video. And they get more and more intimidated by it and and beaten down by it. But what if it's being brought up and being made more important because it's here to help you find your purpose and live your truth and allow yourself to be seen? What if it's a gift Mm -hmm. for that? Well, and I love this conversation and I love you listener who made it all the way to the end of this episode with us. And you were part of this conversation. Uh, I'm so excited that you were here and I hope you got tremendous value out of this in every episode. And thank you for supporting the show always. And remember, you are limited only by the limitations that you accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless. So go out there and be limitless. I'll see you in the next one. If you loved this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you want to stay in touch with us, we would love to have you as a part of our Facebook community, Practical Manifestors. It's a community for process-driven women looking for clear and actionable steps to embodying a life of wealth and alignment. Join us at Practical Manifestors in Facebook or go to www.innerceogroup.com.